Facing the worst drought since the 1600s this summer, Germany's Rhine River almost ran dry, stranding import vessels carrying cargo worth millions and disrupting the world's supply chain. As water levels lowered, ominous writing from the 17th century surfaced reading, If you can see me, weep, engraved on the Elbe River stone wall, which is usually covered by water. This historical text is a warning by generations past foreseeing famine-related sufferings if the water ever dropped to this level again. This year, the 27th United Nations Climate Change Conference being held in Egypt will focus on just transitions. Looking at this through the vital importance of water and rivers, we ask, what are we transitioning towards? And is there such a thing as a just transition? I'm Clara Bertrand, your host for The Founding Conversation, a podcast brought to you by Pictet Group, sharing ideas and insights for understanding and improving the modern world. Today we bring a special on-location interview recorded at the Back to Earth exhibition in the Serpentine Gallery in London, where Colombian multidisciplinary artist Carolina Caicedo presented the project Be Damned, an enormous aerial photograph installation examining the health of rivers in the Americas. Joining our Carolina, an artist researching community-led alternative energy production across the Americas, and Mary Therese Barton, equity partner and head of emerging market fixed income at Pictet Asset Management. The discussion covered the wider relationship to water as a society, the role of foreign investments in developing countries, and the value of conferences like COP27 to tackle these issues. Welcome to Pictet Meets. As investment leaders at Pictet, we adopt a long-term approach and focus on partnership. We take our responsibilities to current and future generations seriously. In this series, we're inviting thought leaders, scholars, innovators, artists, to ask for questions and to share ideas that are going to shape our world in the years to come. My name is Mary Therese Barton, equity partner of the Pictet Group, and Head of Emerging Market Fixed Income at Pictet Asset Management. In this edition of Pictet Meets, we're joined by Carolina Quesado, a multidisciplinary artist who works and researches community-based alternative energy production in the Americas. We're going to be talking about Carolina's project, Be Damned. This is based on Columbia's rivers, which you can see all around us in here in the Serpentine Gallery, and our wider relationship to water as a society the role foreign investment in developing countries can play, and as we approach COP27, the value of conferences like this to tackle these issues for the future. Carolina, congratulations on being part of this really wonderful exhibition at the Serpentine, Back to Earth. We were just discussing how it's really quite apt that this is really wrapping around the gallery, the idea of rivers and water as a source of life in the concept of this topic. As we look at your work here, um, it really is fascinating. I'd, I'd love to actually understand a little bit more about this project. So this is part of a, a larger series that started in 2014 that uses satellite imagery <clears throat> that I acquire, you know, kind of from different brokers, if you wish. Like at some point, satellites were owned by different countries. And at, at a certain point, they became privatized as many of our common goods. Uh, and, and so you can go ahead and kind of 
look into a roster of satellite imagery. And I started to do that and realize kind of the encroachment of the construction, the devastation that was starting to be visible in those series of images. So it was a way to access a place I couldn't visit. And then I realized that actually a lot of investors is the way that they look at the places where they're investing because they normally don't actually have a large stake more than investing and money-making. So that's a way that people kind of follow up construction is by looking at satellite imagery of the advancement of the construction. But if you think about what is this perspective doing, it's really consolidating a perspective of power, a view Mm -hmm. from above, and a militaristic perspective, right? Because that's, and as any camera technology, it has started in the military development, really. Mm -hmm. And so it is a military view. It is the view of the bombarder. It is the view of the drone that we're actually trying to hack up with this piece. I actually think, that's something we can learn from as investors as well. You know, the, um, the importance of stepping back and taking the big view. And actually, increasingly, what we're being challenged on is thinking about sustainability and future outcomes, better outcomes for the planet, for the countries, for investors. You know, really, it's, it should be a win-win for everybody, in particular in terms of the environment and the planet. And mm-hmm. I think for too long as investors, we've been very myopic and looking at the very balance sheets and looking at fiscal accounts, but actually taking this satellite view is, mm-hmm. is very important and having conversations like this but is com- really important. Complexifying that view, right? Mm-hmm. Cartography or Western cartography tends to want to show us a simplified um, view or perspective of a territory. But sometimes the simplification blurs out the biocultural diversity that you find in a place. Mm-hmm. So the idea with these pieces is actually not to clarify Uh, you know, and to show you a clear image of a particular place, but actually to layer it and complexify it uh, to give account of actually what really goes on on the territories. So the color is really following the color of the territories, the color of the environmental catastrophe and crime, and then ends up with a more hopeful (laughs) and you kind of more kind of very bright colors of actually a, re- a river healing. And it's incredible to see how, you know, the change of coloring also transpires from this kind of toxic mm. mud sludge into this kind of bluish, healthy land and water. So your art and your activism are so closely entwined. Do you think art can play a, a bigger role in activism on many of these issues? Yeah, absolutely. I don't consider myself an activist because... Activists in my country get killed. Uh, And Colombia is a place where more killed environmentalists, um, you know, in the last year, in the last two years, together with Brazil and Philippines. So, you know, I I don't want to claim that. Also, I'm a bit wary of the word activism because it takes agency from all of us. It seems like the only people who can do something are the activists. And I think we can all fight from our own, you know, from our own trenches, right? And my trench is image making. And, you know, everyone can struggle and and kind of push for a change from any discipline. So in that sense, I think, yes, art can accompany folks on the front lines, accompany legal processes, accompany, you know, all sorts of activist processes. Um, You don't have to be an activist as an artist to accompany and generate counter-narratives and counter-visuals that can go hand-in-hand with more legal or, you know, 
straight-up activist direct action <clears throat> processes. I don't think art on its own or any, you know, uh, discipline or skill on its own has the power to change systematic or structural injustice. I think we all have to work together. And I believe more and more in kind of uh, multidisciplinary working tables or working groups where you pair artists with scientists, with sociologists, with uh, econom- economists and politicians, right? We all need to move together. Uh, and say that also with community leaders, environmentalists, you know, the woman who sells street food in the street corner. You know, everyone has their particular perspective. It's not that as experts or folks that have gone through the academy then we exclude other ways of knowledge, other ways of seeing the world. We actually have to kind of incorporate folks in the front line. I've been investing in markets in in the Americas now for um, 20 years. Um, And really, it's probably only in the last five we're being challenged by our clients, but also ourselves in terms of our commitment to responsible investment, be thinking about the future, thinking about the longer-term sustainability um, for these countries, for our investors, for the world. Um, And really water, it often comes back to water, water in terms of excess, water in terms of scarcity, sanitation, access to water, the importance of access to water in terms of education, particularly education for young women. What do you think is the biggest issue with water, which the world is facing? Um, I think uh, perhaps two larger problems is one is the privatization of waters through dam building, um, through channeling of waters, through co-optation or um, transferring water from its natural kind of riverbed or lake into agro-industrial processes. And I think the other large um, concern is the contamination of water. Uh, so I'm worried about the word sustainability because mm-hmm. sustainability, you know, the, the actual meaning of it is to maintain the rate of something. And if we keep the rate of production and consumption, we're all going to be doomed. I prefer the word sustenance, which is to care for something. And they both have the same etymological root, but they're quite different in their meaning. So how can we sustain and take care for our waters and our nature and an environment and our common house? It's our home. The planet Mm -hmm. is our home. Instead of thinking about how to maintain the rate of, of our life. Perhaps that's where I think COP27 and these wider places for a forum have a place in terms of driving that exchange. And of course, from there, you know, that trickle down effect and, you know, localized mm-hmm. solutions. And, you know, I, I really hope in, in my career and in my role is that we can have our positive impact in that in the years to come as well. Absolutely. And, and just maybe to ground it and maybe to wrap up, you know, we have to think broadly about transition. Transition is not only about building new ways, but also decommissioning and dismantling old ways. And actually this piece is looking at that. You know, we have to start dismantling old, obsolete, oppressive infrastructure in order to move forward. So um, in terms of concluding the conversation, in, in Europe, we've witnessed the worst drought in 500 years. In Pakistan, we have seen devastating floods. 
Really, there's a sense of water in terms of its excess, but also in its scarcity. The title of your series is Be Damned. The obvious question, are we damned? Yeah, but spells can be broken. So we have to, you know, do our magic. Thank you to Carolina Caicedo, our guest on the special episode of Pictay Meets. Please follow at Pictay Group on social media to keep up with new episodes. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure.